When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Boy, do we have a lot to get to this morning. And we are taking your calls. I hope you had a uh, a good weekend under what was a trying circumstance. If you paid attention to any of the uh, national headlines as it relates to guns, shootings, and death. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. A lot of shooting, a lot of shooting and death the last couple of days. First, First, I have to go back to what happened in Connecticut in terms of the gripping body cam video has been released the body cam video from a wounded police officer in bristol connecticut shooting down the cop killer what we know as of now uh we have two officers that were fatally shot in bristol connecticut a bogus 911 call and i want you to listen to this this is the third officer that was wounded his name Alex Laredo, and this is his actual call, phoning in what was happening. Shots fired, shots fired. More cars, send everyone. Officer shot, officer shot. Receive off shot. Where's the shot? Yeah, here's Three ten, three one zero, Redstone Hill Road. A horrible situation, and that officer was wounded. You could hear it in his voice, and he's one of the fortunate ones. The other two officers on location did not make it. He survived uh, but was wounded in the uh, in the shooting, and you could hear, you could hear the the screams in the background, and that's just one shooting. Then, how we ended the show on Friday, Raleigh, North Carolina, a 15-year-old boy. I'm almost at a loss of words, to be honest with you folks. Buffalo, he was 18. This boy in Raleigh is 15, uh, identified by local TV news stations as Austin Thompson. And he apparently killed his, shot his, fatally shot, his own 16-year-old brother, and at least five dead. At least five dead in Riley uh, in a in a uh, neighborhood community. Uh, others injured, one of the dead, including an, a police officer who was on his way to work. Among the dead as well, a bride-to-be was only days away from getting married. And she was trying to rescue her dog, her dog. And she lost her life. And so her husband uh, has done interviews with the national media, breaking down in tears. On top of the situation in North Carolina, on top of the situation in North Carolina, 
we have four people shot, uh, a number of casualties uh, in Pittsburgh on Saturday, a number of people shot, then eight wounded in a shooting near Virginia's uh, James Madison uh, University. We are, we as a country are dealing with a lot right now. And my past answers have always been more gun control. And I, I still feel that way, but we know how the Supreme Court has ruled. And, and there are also many other topics that I'm going to get to this morning. As uh, you, you may have heard the promo just at the top of the show, uh, President Trump and the January 6th um, uh, committee, I, as I said, it's nothing but posturing. And I want you to listen to, in, in a little bit, folks, to uh, a member of the committee, Adam Kinzinger, uh, what he said on ABC Sunday, which basically when he was asked to, whether or not criminal contempt charges should be pursued if President Trump does not comply with the subpoena, and he wouldn't answer the question. You're going you're gonna to hear that for in a second. And the reason why he couldn't answer the question is because in less than a month, Democrats in all likelihood will no longer have control of the House. And he even alludes to it in, in the soundbite. So we're going to get to that. We're going to get to the fact that the governor's race is now a toss-up. According to Real Clear Politics, which is the average of all the polls, this is Governor Hoku was under fire for alleged corruption. I'll, I'll, I'll break it down as it relates to the awarding of licenses for uh, casinos. A lot is going on in New York. And so we're going to be taking your telephone calls. And again, I'm trying to get the calls in a lot earlier so that we have more time to chat with each other. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's begin with our friend Jennifer up in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. I hope you had a nice weekend in spite of the madness that is surrounding us. Um, And I just, I, I just had a feeling you would talk about this recording, this um, camera footage from this police officer. Um, yes. It, you hear his voice, Dominic, when he says officer shot. You can just yes. hear the pain. Yes. You can the hear anxiety. the anxiety. Yes. Yeah. It, and, and the heartache and the anxiety. And he's wounded. And I just want people to remember anybody that likes to slide a cop. And believe me, I've been harangued by some real jerks on the police force, you know what I mean, just for stupid things. But I still honor what they do because they're willing to walk up to my car and not know anything about me or what I might do. Um, And every time I watch them on the side of the road, I always try to make sure they're safe, you know, that nothing's going on because um, I did one day see them fighting on the side of the road with a suspect, you know, I don't know what was going on. And um, I just think we have to, to have to, we have to try and honor them and have their backs. When they've done something wrong, let's call them out. But I am so sick of us expecting the worst and um, just demonizing them as a whole. And when you look at what they go through on a day-to-day basis, I, I encourage anyone, go to the Officer Down Memorial page. Go and look at the faces, the stories. Look at, the, look at how many we lost to COVID. Look at how many die in car accidents going to or from a scene. Um, and, and much less gunfire. We've lost just about 200 this year to gunfire. Um, and, and it's it's really, really, it's bad. And I, when I heard the pain and the upset in his voice and the fact that he had the courage and, and the ability to continue to fight and to kill that horrific perpetrator, um, I just honored them. And, and I just, like I said, I wish as a country – we could sort of galvanize behind what is right and stop lifting up people that do wrong. You and I have talked about this, Dominic. It's like the perpetrators are now the victims, and the victims have some copies become perpetrators. And one of those officers left the pregnant wife. They leave children. It's a horrible thing. And that officer that survived, his life will never be the same. 
So well, I one thing think- one thing that you said, Jennifer, and I do thank you for the call, and I want you to have a uh, good morning. One thing that you said that I agree with 1,000%, that police officer in Bristol, Connecticut, you, the courage that it took, he was wounded, wounded. His two fellow officers fatally shot, and he was still able to take down the suspect and radio it in for backup. Uh, a lot of more people could have been injured and killed if that officer did not step up and go over and above. And you could hear it in his voice. Jennifer, you you are correct. Let's go. Let's continue with our telephone calls. Let's go to David in the Bronx. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? Yes. Good morning, Dominic. Um, I didn't know much about this particular shooting until I heard this audio. Um, And it's clear that the person who was doing the shooting at the police officers was armed with some type of semi-automatic weapon. Why is it that no one gets upset about people probably mentally ill or criminally inclined having easy access to these type of weapons? And I know people don't like to use the word gun control, and I don't like using it because let's be honest – In a country of 330 million people, there are over 330 million guns. We're not going to take guns away from people. So what are we going to do about this? I don't see a solution. We're basically forced to accept this type of gun violence. It's been going on for decades. And, you know, I'm 51 years old. I'll probably be 90 years old, and it'll still be happening. I mean, I was going to call you Friday night or Friday morning. And I couldn't because there was a large group of people arguing and fighting in front of my building in the Bronx, and I was scared to go near my window because gunfire happens up here all the time, and I don't want to be hit by random gunfire, okay? Someone was shot a few blocks away from my house a few days ago. So this is something that happens all over the country, but in places like where I live in the Bronx, This is an everyday occurrence, and it's terrifying, and we can't do anything about it, and that's the sickening part. Well, I, I I hear your frustration, David, and I and I share the frustration. To be to be quite honest with you, my answer has always been more gun control, but politically. That's just not a reality anymore with the uh, with the recent ruling from the Supreme Court. So I'm not going to stand here and pretend to have the answer uh, because I, I society wise, I really don't know. But but but, David, we can't continue to go on this way. We we can't. And so I, I, I don't I know people say the only thing that's going to stop a bad guy is a good guy with a gun. I've heard that a million and one time, so I don't need to hear it again this morning. I'm, you know, I, on this issue, David, I, I think I'm more aligned with you. I think you and I have similarities on this issue. And I, I just, I, I, don't, I don't have the answer. I, I really don't have the answer. Something has to give because people are dropping like flies, if you will, for lack of a better term. And, and and it has to stop. I mean, just look at the different locations that I started with around the country. And tomorrow can be in a completely different story. Thank you uh, for the call, David. Let's go to uh, Phil in Queens. Good morning, Phil. What's on your mind? I'd like to see Lee Zeldin pardon the cop in a Dobbsbury Deli shooting. Please, uh, okay, all right. Well, whoopee, whoopee. Yay. You made your point. Yeah, I still don't, you know, and and I know I shouldn't I shouldn't spend 2 seconds focusing on this. But what is the point of keep doing that? You call up here and you bring up the del- the daily the uh daily shooting we're dealing with serious serious issues. So I'm going to keep on moving. Benny in Manhattan. Good morning, Benny. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hello, Dominic. How are you? I'm I'm good except for all of these uh all of these uh shootings. And and you know, you know Benny, um when we when we look back at Friday, uh right. in terms of what happened in in uh in Riley, I hadn't even I wasn't even aware of what had happened 
and to Audrey on this program brought it to my attention. And then that's all we saw all this weekend because of the, the, the carnage and the amount of people that, that lost their lives. But, Benny, please go ahead. Dominic, have you ever heard the term Society of Dragons? I haven't, but go ahead. Well, the Society of Dragons, uh, all the dragons are polite to one another because when they get into a fight, it's very damaging. So if everybody's got a gun, everybody will calm down. That's number one. That's the Society of Dragons. Number two, you got, if some reason, when these criminals or whoever they are get these guns in their hand, it's like it calls them to do evil. I, I, I don't know if I, they're, they're evil. I, I thank you for the call, Benny. They're, they're evil to begin with. They're miserable and lead horrible lives uh, to begin with. I mean, so the gun doesn't take them to an extra level. It's already in them to act like a complete fool and have no regard for human life. I'm going to come right back to the uh, to the uh, shootings in just a second, but I also want to, I I want you to listen to uh, Congressman uh, Congressman Ken Zinger, uh, and and in a second, uh, let me just set this up, folks. Uh, former President Trump, it's it's not it wasn't it's expected. He has endorsed uh, Lee Zeldin. Uh, and he gave Zeldin on his social media site his complete and total endorsement, uh, uh, saying that Zeldin is strong on the border, crime, uh, and our military. And if you pull the tape, I've been telling you folks for months that there's just something special about this election cycle, and don't write off Lee Zeldin. I said no matter what the polls showed, don't write him off. And so sure enough, now with less than a month to go before the November 8th election, the Long Island Republican has managed to overcome Hoku's double-digit lead in the polls from the summer to turn this race into a toss-up. Now, this is according to Real, Real Clear Politics. And on top of it, it seems like it seems like Governor Hoku is dealing with almost a scandal a week. The latest one is she is accused of rigging, that's what I said, rigging the New York casino license plan in favor of politically connected slot parlors. In this case, uh, Genting New York Resorts World at Aqueduct, and also MGM, Empire City, Yonkers, in which it was put into uh, writing and passed by the legislature where they are being given credit for having e- existing uh, infrastructure already set up to to run these, uh, these casinos. And so when, when the January 6th, now I'm coming back to Trump, when the January 6th uh, committee... If, if that's what we want to call it, uh, held his, his hearing. I said to you folks the last hearing that it was nothing but smoke and mirrors, a waste of time, and politics, right? So the big headline, ooh, they subpoenaed former President Trump. They were in total agreement in, in subpoenaing uh, the former President of the United States. Well, I want you to listen to, like I said, Congressman uh, the Congressman uh, Adam Kinzinger, who appeared on uh, ABC's National Sunday show, when he was asked, what are they going to do? Are they going to ask for a, um, a criminal recommendation should the president um, uh, not uh, go along with it, whether or not he should be held in criminal contempt if he doesn't comply with the subpoena? And listen carefully. Listen carefully, Ken Zinger does not answer the question because he knows that this subpoena was all about nothing. Take a listen, folks. You say he's obligated by law to respond to the subpoena. Do you believe that the Justice Department, if the president refuses, should hold him in criminal contempt? Look, that's a that's a bridge we cross if we have to get there. 
Um, you know, look, we well recognize the fact that uh, because of the committee only being able to exist till the end of this congressional year, because that was the uh, the mandate, uh, we're at a bit of a time limit here. And uh, as we're wrapping up the investigation, we're also pursuing new leads and facts, and we're, we want to speak to the president. Look, if he, he's made it clear he has nothing to hide is what he says. So he should come in uh, on the day we ask him to come into. If he pushes off beyond that, uh, we'll figure out what to do next. Granted that, you know, this is not an unprecedented move by Congress, but it's also, we recognize this is a big deal. This is a big move. Uh, but the Amer this isn't about us. It's about the American people, George. Look, what happened on January 6th was terrible. What led up to that and what happened since is what I'm more worried about. And democracies are not defined by those bad days, but how we come back from those bad days. This is that process. Absolute garbage. The subpoena is not worth the paper that it's printed on. And if you listen to his comments carefully, he states himself that they may not have power in less than a month. So the entire thing is useless. And this is why I say, folks, there are times in our politics, in our political system, where you have to understand it's just a show. And, and you can't get that emotionally involved because it's nothing but entertainment, Part, partisan politics. We are talking uh, the recent shootings uh, over the last couple of days in America. We are talking the fact that, that uh, in the race for New York governor, it is now a toss-up. Lee Zeldin has uh, closed the gap. We are talking the fact that President Trump, has uh, officially endorsed him on his website, and we are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's go to Richie in the Bronx. Good morning, Richie. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Uh, regarding, gun vi regarding gun violence, it is obvious that gun control is not the answer because the places with the strictest gun control laws have the most gun violence. Okay, so tell me what the answer is. I'm not saying I know what the answer is, but I just know it's not gun control, because that's already been tried. Hmm, hmm. So, so you feel that everyone should have a gun or access to a gun? Um, I didn't say that. I said I don't know what the answer is, but um, I do think I do think that open gun carry um, might be a deterrent to those that have guns that want to do harm, because they would see how many other people there are walking around with their own guns. Well, I, I hear you, Richie, and I thank you uh, for the call. I'm looking at an email, and you can reach me, folks, via email, dominic.carter at wabcradio.com, dominic.carter at wabcradio.com. I'm looking at an email from Deanna, and she says, Dominic, the answer is the culture. It has collapsed. This was not happening in the 50s. And Deanna from uh, from New Jersey, maybe, maybe she has a point there because I, I spent all day trying to figure this out, folks, and I don't have the answer. I wish that I did, but I, but I don't. And I don't think any of us, if we're being intellectually honest on this discussion, can honestly say what the answer is. Let's go to Doris in Manhattan. Good morning, Doris. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I don't think it's garbage, Dominic. Uh, um, Trump is not above the law. I agree with some things that he have done, but he's not above the law. Thank you. Okay. So, so wait, wait, Deanna, you, you, Doris, excuse me, Doris, you said, you said, it's, I, I missed the first part of your comic, and I, I'm not following where you were going. Could you say that again, please? I disagree with you when you saying that that's garbage about Trump. We, okay. I understand you are a Trumper, but no one is above the law. No one. Okay, but wait, Doris, Doris, how, how do you know what I am? Because you you talk in favor of Trump all the time. That's right not true. Wrong. That's all not the true. Time, you are That's not tougher. true. Really? 
Okay, well, that's the first time I've ever I've ever been uh, told that. But Doris, I I appreciate I appreciate uh, your call. I I've never been called a, a Trumper in my entire life, and so I guess there's a there's a first time for everything. It's all in the eyes of of the uh, beholder. Let's go to uh, Iona in uh, I in uh, Westchester. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic, how are you? First, I want to good morning. I hope my- you're well. Oh, thank you. I am. And you too, I hope. Um, I I really am very sorry about the police. I I could barely even call you because of the ambush in Connecticut and also in the other state. It's it's disgusting. And let me say a few things. Number one, if you vote for Hochul, you just want crime to continue. Okay, that's the bottom line. Eric Adams was put in his place by Cindy Adams. That's number two. I agree with Rick. Open carry is perfect because then these Violent offenders will get scared when a gun is pointed at them. If you don't go back to the way Giuliani was, okay, this is what you have to do. It has to be, if you do bad things, you don't get let out 65 times to continue to offend. I don't know why it's so difficult, you know? Well, and you, also, you, and I, you and I agree on that point. It is ridiculous. It, it, listen, first of all, also, um, I took a whole year of child sight. I, I am a nurse. So... You have to, first of all, you have to, you know, teach your children. There's consequences for what you do. You have to raise them, you know, in a proper manner. And a proper manner is no violence, be honest, tell the truth, you know, uh, be a good citizen. And I believe that it starts, I'm sorry to say, a lot of times at home. And if you're brought up the right way, you're going to continue down that line. But right now, the best thing we can do is get Lee Zeldin in, okay? And let me say something about Doris. How dare she insult you? I don't know about Doris, but there's a lot of people that have lost loved ones that should never have died. And if it weren't for Biden and Hochul and Eric Adams, everybody is letting this happen. And all these prosecutors and these Democrats that are letting this happen, Doris, you should be ashamed of yourself because it is Trump had this country under lock and key. We had a safe country. We have so many deaths of fentanyl right now. You know, we have so many cops dying. Shame on anybody who wants Hochul again. Or Eric Adams. He's a, he's an embarrassment, and I'm proud of Cindy Adams. She put him right where he belongs. What she said about him this weekend is right on target. Well, I I um I I thank you uh for your telephone call and um you mentioned um, you mentioned uh, George Floyd and and so on, but so well, I think you just did. But but where I'm going with this is that uh, Kanye West. Um, I'm going to uh, I'm going to be critical of him in a moment because it, the anti-Semitism has to stop. But he and he's just engaging in it left and right. Uh, but he did say something that's interesting. He's claiming that George Floyd died of of fentanyl and Floyd's family is considering a lawsuit. And what I could say about about this this issue, uh, obviously the medical examiner ruled differently than what Kanye West is saying, but, but George Floyd was no choir boy, okay? And, and and we have to be honest. We we have to be honest, folks. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. Coming up at 1245, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. When we come back, we're going to continue with your telephone calls from New Jersey to Staten Island to Suffolk to Ohio to Nassau, Freeport, New Jersey, and Flushing. We'll be right back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. They say this is a big rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light city life, I gotta make it. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Shots fired, shots fired. More cars, send everyone. Officer shot, officer shot. Where's your buff shot? Ah, 
Hollywood, folks, a real situation that occurred right in our backyard, Bristol, Connecticut, two police officers fatally shot. Uh, You've heard the story by now from uh, the end of last week. And uh, the officer you just heard on the radio was the wounded officer. He uh, uh, survived uh, Alex Laredo, and he shot dead the the crazed uh, suspect, who had gunned down the other two officers in a bogus uh, domestic violence call. Then you had the uh, the shooting uh, on Friday in Raleigh, North Carolina. Five people dead, including a police officer on his way to work. Two others injured. Then you had eight shot uh, in a shooting near Virginia's James Madison uh, University. Then you had the shooting in in uh, Pittsburgh. Four people uh, shot. Uh, at least two were killed. Uh, a lot of gun violence. And we're also discussing the New York race for governor. We're taking your telephone calls. Let's uh, let's go to uh, Paul in Nassau County. Good morning, Paul. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Always a pleasure listening to your show. Thank you for Thank taking you. my call. Um, the different, I'd like to address the prior caller who said about the change in culture. Remember, back in the 50s and 60s, many individuals were drafted. Also, many individuals had other family members that were in the military with greater gun awareness. And it makes me wonder, did people have just a greater respect for guns then? It, you know, it, it's a great question, Paul. You know, I, I'm I, I'm not going to pretend to know the answer. Uh, my answer, as I said, used to be gun control, gun control, gun control, and I, I, I don't know. Then, then part of me says maybe we need to go back to um, the Clinton uh, uh, assault ban, which would sunset it after after a year. Uh, something we we've got to try something i i don't know if a respect of guns is going to change the madness that's happening out here but but something has to um change thank you for the call paul nassau county let's go to ohio and say good morning to our friend jay good morning jay what's on your mind yeah hey dominic how you doing i i'm doing okay thank you for asking i hope you're doing well yeah listen the common denominator in most of these areas with is gun violence is is a lack of morality, right? People have turned away from the Bible, right? You also have democratic control. People are not happy in their lives for different reasons. A lot of it is politically driven. Well, I, I would agree with you when when you've got a 15-year-old in, in Raleigh, North Carolina, doing what he did, running through to another area to get as many victims as he could, including his own brother, his own 16-year-old brother. And then when you look at Buffalo and, and, and the, the young man is 18 years old, the, the, the suspect, right? And yeah. and I, I, I don't mean that I shouldn't call him a young man because that's not what a young man does. Um, but but when you say people are not happy with their lives, Jay, you're, you're right. And I'm trying to figure out what in the world is happening where a 15 year old and an 18 year old would do something like this. That's what I'm trying to figure out. It's, it's family. Listen, you got to start with the family first. What's going on in that family? And. And if these and if the family's not if they if they're not teaching if they're not teaching them spirituality right and they're not taking their kids to church and getting them in touch with their spiritual side of their life that there's a spiritual part that also you know besides the physical part you know what I mean people are just going to do bad things because they they they're going to lose hope you know hmm. Hmm. and 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 also. They're not teaching. They're not teaching um, civics in school in a lot of places, and that, you know, leads to an ignorant population. 
right? And and the people in control are usually in democratic areas, right? And they like it like that because they they want to control things, they want to be corrupt, and they want to just I don't know. It's, it's a lot of satanic influence also. Well, Jay, I, I, I thank you for your call, and I hope that you have a uh, a great morning. Let's go to our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Thank you, Dominic. You saved my brain. Um, how was your weekend? Hope it was great. Yes, it was. If it wasn't, say it was anyway, because we got to say that these days. <laughs> I'm not too familiar with what happened in Bristol, Connecticut. All I know is whatever it was, it's something that – what the gentleman said about the Bible and the church, you don't have to go to church to be taught what's right and wrong. It's something inside this this whole unisphere. That's what I feel. It's not about going to church and then, then coming back. It's the Democrat. Church is, is a building, but what's in your heart and what's right is wrong. Is, is, I thought it was a thing that's taught by parents, but some of them don't. But if you have goodness within you, well, no, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Anyway, another thing. If everyone had a gun, can you imagine? There'd be no people left, you know, between the folks that wanted to be vigilantes and the one that think it's their right to have the gun. I think that maybe the Supreme Court should consider reamending that Second Amendment since they did that with um, abortion law. Change that. That might work. Anyway, I'm sure. Well, that, that, that's not going to happen. But, Audrey, I, I thank you uh, for the call, and you have a uh, great morning. From Brooklyn to Rockland, let's say good morning to Sonny. Good morning, Sonny. What's on your mind? Yeah, good morning, Dominic. Great show, as usual. Thank you. Um, Thank you very yeah. much. You, you're very welcome. Uh, let me say this. I, I'm a retired law enforcement officer for over 30 years. I worked federal, state, city, and military 21 years in law enforcement. Thank you. And, thank you and, so much for uh, what you've done. I'm not bragging. I just want to set the groundwork for this, but I, I thank you for saying that. But, but, but what I'm getting to is the gun violence, and I'm going to tell you quite honestly what does work, because I go back – into the 60s and 70s, and I'll tell you what used to work, is that uh, mandatory sentencing is very important for gun possession and the use of a, of a gun you know, during a robbery or whatever. And that's, they have to bring that back. That's number one. Number two, more, even more important, is the um, stop, question, and frisk. And I know oh, that they took... I know it's political. They, uh, they politicize it over the years, and that's why we see all this gun violence coming back now, and it's, and it's at its height. So they have to do what works and bring that back. It's uh, very, very important because and, – and, and I'll go to even a stretch on this, and I know I'll turn a lot of people off. But, you know, even when you're, when you're, when you're making that search – even if you have to stretch a little bit and make it a little bit illegal, and I'll tell you what I'm talking about. You know, you see a, you see a, you see a person in a in an area which is uh, which is a, maybe you know it's a drug area, you know it's a gun area, and it's August and it's hot, and you see these fellows wearing long jackets, long coats. Well, you know something, you know they should throw them against the wall, search them, and get those guns off because I had many friends over the years. And they got thousands of weapons, whether they got it legally or illegally. But I'm going to tell you, at the end of the day, they saved many lives. And that's what, to me, is most important. And I'm going to say something a little controversial, Sonny. Uh, but but I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. Uh, if it's 90 degrees outside, so so the, there was the shooting where a, a young man they, they took off running from the cops. This was about a month ago, and you know, nowadays you hear about it for 24 hours and then and then it's gone, and and left the gun in the car. And and uh, civil rights activists were up in arms. And but but uh, but to your point, Sonny, if you have on bulky clothing and it's 90 degrees outside. To me, that's a reasonable cause right there. There you go. Right there. there. So, Sonny, I I thank you for your call, and I thank you for your your help with local law enforcement, federal law enforcement, and, of course, with our military. Let's go to uh, Ann on Staten Island. Good morning, Ann. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. This is about the gun control, and actually... To me, one of the first places to start is going after the criminals, going after them. 
not agreed. the guns. Agreed. The guns don't wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to go out and kill somebody. It's the criminals. And I so agree with that last caller uh, that said, you know, the, the police officer, the retired that, that called, that there's no accountability. And until we start um, in possession of a gun, I mean, how many times, I, I know, I'm, I'm sure you're in, you're in New York. First of all, there's also a lot of other murders. I wouldn't take the subway today, thank God I just retired last year, to go into the city because it, it's, it's like a death, death sentence. There are so many stabbings, killings by knives, throwing people down, beating them up. There's no accountability. Nobody, nobody has to pay for any of this. So these people go out, whether it's a gun, a knife, whatever they do, also the mentally ill. They don't get the help they should. And, you know, actually, New York State and Chicago have some of the strictest gun laws in the country. And that was before Hochul signed whatever thing she just signed that long ago. We had the gun laws before. Things are not, laws don't work unless they're enforced. You know, and it's very nice for the politicians to make a big deal out of, you know, oh, this is going to be a new law. That's going to be... It doesn't do any good if nobody enforces these laws. You are correct. You are correct. I I couldn't have said it better. You are correct. And I've got to take a break, but thank you for that call. Uh, The laws do have to be enforced. But to Ann's point, when we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, and I'm going to tell you about the latest incident. So Ann is correct. You ride the subways, you're taking your life into your own hands. I'm going to tell you about the latest situation on the subway. I'm going to tell you about Kanye West. He's got to stop with all of these uh, anti-Semitic comments. Someone has got to get through to him and get this young man some help. And we are going to continue with your telephone calls from New Jersey to the Bronx, Brooklyn, uh, Freehold, New Jersey, Flushing, and I believe here, Houston, Texas. We'll be right back. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Our caller, Ann, just said you ride the subways, you're taking your life into your own hands. Well, Ann must have known what I was about to say. A man shoved into uh, the latest one, into the path of an oncoming Bronx subway train by a wide-eyed stranger, was saved by Good Samaritans. 26-year-old victim. This man is really lucky to be alive. You see on video... The suspect, uh, a mentally deranged man, and he pushes the uh, 26-year-old in the path of an oncoming Bronx subway train, unprovoked attack. He runs up on the victim from behind without warning and then shoves him uh, onto the platform just as the uh, train was entering the station. This happened about 11.50 a.m. on Saturday and then he fled, and Good Samaritans helped the victim back up onto the platform. So now, before I go right back to your telephone calls, and we see them all coming in, folks, Kanye West. Someone, he's had bouts with, with mental illness, the rapper. Someone's got to get through to him. Uh, the the American Jewish Committee has accused West of anti-Jewish Post, and they point to a screenshot of a text message conversation uh, between him and rapper uh, P. Diddy. And I'm not going to repeat the comment because I, I'm really not into offending people. That's not what I do. But then he did a podcast, right? I want you to listen to what this young man is saying publicly. Mm-hmm. Could you even really run this interview? Because Mav yeah. didn't run my interview. Right. You got know what I'm saying? They blocked me out. The Jewish media blocked me out. This lit, right? I'm lit, right? I'm lit. I'm lit. You know what I'm saying? J.P. Morgan, I put $140 million into J.P. Morgan, and they treated me like So if J.P. Morgan Chase is treating me like that, how they treating the rest of y'all? Come on, Kanye. You're bigger and better than that. I mean, I, I... 
he this young man this young man uh need needs help and i need you and our audience to help me what what does lit mean that does he mean radioactive i i don't know what he said lit like four times and i have no idea what that term actually means let's go back to the telephone calls i'm going to get to the governor's race in just a second but let's go to michael in houston texas good morning michael what's on your mind good morning dominic uh good morning. i enjoy your show thank you Hi. um uh just a couple of quick comments um gun control does not work number one the reason is criminals do not obey gun control laws period they get their guns through illicit means uh, uh, background checks do not work if somebody wants to buy a gun that can legally buy one for an illicit activity they're going to do it one way or the other the only solution the only solution that's what i want to hear the only solution is crime control. That's it. Statistically, the cities in the U.S. that have the most stringent gun control laws have the worst crime, period. You can't debate that. It's a fact. So the only way to stop it is to get people in there that will enforce the laws and there must be penalties but the criminals they're going to go out and do their gang banging and everything they're going to do it one way or the other because they do not obey any gun laws period that's all i've got to say well no michael wait a minute now you 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 said a lot because um you got me to open my mind at least to the fact that, yes, we've got to start. Because right now, our criminal system, justice system, is a complete joke. It's a complete joke. And I, I don't, I, I'm not going to say that that's why all of these outrageous shootings are happening. But, but you're, you're on to something, Michael. Uh, as I was listening to you, we've got to enforce the laws. Thank you. Thank you for the call. So that wasn't all you had to say. You, you had a lot of valuable to uh, information to add to the conversation. Let's go to Tony in Clifton, New Jersey. Good morning, Tony. What's on your mind? Good morning. How are you tonight? I'm pretty good, and I hope you're well. I'm well, too. So, you know, Dominic, I feel the same as you. The crime is really bad, and I don't know if you noticed. I, don't, I never heard you discuss it, but a lot of the offices are like babies. That go out. We had the two in New York City earlier in the year, those two young officers. I don't know where they were from, but the Bristol officers were, like, young. And I wonder, you know, why they let them go out alone on these calls when I remember in the old days it was a younger cop and the older cop. What do you think about that? Well, it depends on the jurisdiction. The two officers that are deceased in uh, Bristol are in their 30s, and there's nothing any officer could have done to stop that ambush, no matter what age they they may have been. Um, It depends on the jurisdiction. Uh, In New York City, you have uh, two cops in a car. Most urban areas, you have two cops. I wish we had enough uh, to keep it that way all over the country. Um, Something has to give, and, and... by it with a with a lax criminal justice system, maybe that's why we're seeing all these shootings of police officers. But but it has to stop. And in New York in particular, and in the big urban areas, we've got to go back to stop question and frisk. There's no other way to put it. There's no other way to sugarcoat it. There's no way these phony politicians, progressive politicians, oh, uh, no, we don't want to hear it. Get the job done. And this is the only way that you can do the job. This is the only way. Let's go to Mike. Mike in Brooklyn. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. How you doing? I'm good. Uh, go right ahead, Mike. Good, yes. Um, what we got to do is, I know it's going to sound a little political at first, but you got to hear me out all the way through, please. Okay, but I don't have much time, so I know, please. I know. we got to vote all for rebuilding with the Republicans. 
get all these Democrat people out would have, would have been destroying the city here and the state. Yes, That's I agree start. with you on that. The second part is, yes, bring back the stop and frisk. Uh, also, enforce the law. Back in the yes. back yes. in the 70s or whatever, my father's partner had his head blown off. Right? I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, in the, uh, the, the, the big shooting uh, when the sporting store in uh, Brooklyn. And I'm they had sorry. to bring the tank in, and, and, and I seen the bullet holes in the tank handrails and stuff. All right? That's, you know, that dirtbag is out. Officer Gilroy, his family is, you know, never going to get their husband or father or uncle or anything back. You know, or the other officer that was shot and killed by the Black Panther guy. They released him. They released these two dirtbags that did all that stuff. They're not even enforcing the laws and holding them, holding them to the to the, the nose to the to the wheels, the grindstone. The other thing is that the, when when an officer is killed, right? It affects it affects the police morale, the police group, and the other people's families. Not only the police officer was shot and killed, but the other people's families. Every time my father went out the door, I said, I don't know if he's coming back or not. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, hey, Mike, if, wait, Mike, no, I have to step in because uh, Frank Morano's here. Uh, but, Mike, I, what I want, you, I want you to do me a favor. If you could please give me a call tomorrow or call Frank back later, but I would like to have an extended conversation with you. It's just that right now I can't do it. Uh, we have uh, a lot of calls, and Frank Morano's in studio here in studio. And, Frank, good morning to you. Good morning, Dominic. How was your weekend? I was okay. How about yours? Good. Busy but good. All good. And so we're short on time, but I want you to tell me what great show you have coming up. All right. Well, a very controversial guest I have uh, coming up in uh, a couple hours. Diane Sayre, you might have seen her billboards on the uh, BQE, driving to work or driving around town. She's uh, the only independent candidate that's qualified for the statewide ballot this year. She's running against for U.S. Senate against Chuck Schumer and Joe Pinon. And, look, she is a LaRouche person, and most people believe that the LaRouche um, movement is a is a cult. So why are we having that person on? Um, New York One and Spectrum News has excluded her from the debate, even though she's the only candidate, only third party candidate that managed to qualify for the ballot. So I think that's outrageous. And people may think she's nuts and maybe she is. But I think she has an absolute right if she's on the ballot to be heard. So I'm going to talk with her. We also got denunciations, excuse me, commendations coming up and a bunch of other fun stories we're going to focus on as well. Well, I think it's commendable, Frank, that you give a voice to some of the candidates that we would never uh, hear from elsewise if it were not for you. So, so bravo, bravo you. to you for for doing that. It, it's very important. And so we, oh, I, I can't even go to any. I'm, I apologize to all the folks that are on hold from New Jersey to the Bronx to Brooklyn to Freehold to Flushing. We are just completely out of time, folks. You can give Frank a call. I'm passing the mantle to him right now, or you can reach us tomorrow. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Keep it right there. Frank Morano and the other side of midnight is coming up right now here on Talk Radio 77 WABC.